episode 101 of the Thunder Underground podcast. My name's Trent. This is Jason. Hello, hello. Here we are on the second <clears throat> hundred, beginning of the second hundred, if That's that right. makes sense. Our second triple digit. Yeah. So, the beginning of the second hundred episodes of the podcast is our first episode that has two interviews on it. Yes. So, we thought we did both these at the same show. Yeah. So, we thought, why not combine them and make one big episode out of it? Exactly. We've got Tony Asta from Battlecross and Greg Burgess from Allegiant. Both of these guys, phenomenal guitarists from kick-ass bands. So we couldn't be happier about the kickoff to the second hundred episodes of this podcast. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty, uh, pretty great way to do it. And uh, <clears throat> we kind of did them pretty, almost one after the other. And uh, they, they even said they thought they might, like, switch interviews. Remember that? Oh, yeah, Greg mentioned that, that they had <laughs> talked about doing it together and... Answering each other's questions or something. That would have been awesome. Yeah. But in any case. Unfortunately, we didn't yeah, get to do that. Either. Yeah. But but it just, uh, you know, it's the Winter Warriors tour. These these bands are friends, and it was just a special night. So we thought, let's just pile it into one badass episode. Well, there you go. Before we do that, we're going to play some music. Okay. Because we like to bring some music when we get the chance. Hey, we're a few days away from Christmas, so we thought we'd bring you a Christmas song. Yeah. Why not? Exactly. It's tis the season. Yeah. I hope everybody has a Merry Christmas or a Happy Festivus, whatever it is you celebrate. That's right. And this song is called Brain Suck by Hard Charger, and it's the happiest of holiday tunes. Fuck yes. from hard charger out of new brunswick canada yes we did a i did a we did a something or other we did a review <laughs> uh we'll write up of them um their whole fucking album it's called bad omens and it's just badass just raw in your face um, if you like the stuff kind of like grave huffer that we were talked about a few episodes ago this is right up your alley i mean it's just uh 
it, 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 it's a ball squasher. It really <laughs> ball is. Ball squasher, I like that. And uh, Brain Suck. I mean, that's one of the best song titles I've ever heard in my fucking life. Right. Uh, so, I mean, get into these guys. Check them out. Uh, they're on Bandcamp. They're all over the place. Uh, I know they're. I know they're going to Europe. They've been to Europe. I know they're going to Europe. Yeah, I think early spring. Or <clears throat> yeah, and uh, go to our page and check out our review. Yeah, deepdownunderground.com, independent reviews. Check out what Jason wrote up there about Bad Omens. And uh, this whole album, one thing that's cool is it's just relentless as hell because yeah. there's no there's no gap in yeah. between the songs, I think, for the most part. Every, yeah, I remember listening. It's like literally like not even half a second. Sometimes you catch like, oh, yeah. You know, 10 seconds into it, you realize you're listening to a different song. Yeah. And that's really cool that it's relentless and pounding, and it's just dirty, nasty. They call it crust and roll. Crust and roll. That's which right. is a great description. It really it really is, because, you know, it, it's heavy and, like it says, crusty and 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 kind of nasty, but then it also has a lot of, you know, classic elements of just, you know, that boogie rock and roll that we all love. Yeah. Lemmy would be proud. Oh, yeah. Hands down. He'd definitely be proud. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah. And all the songs are just short and to the point. And that was what, two and a half minutes? And then there's some that are like a minute long. A minute long, long right? yeah. And mm-hmm. you know, but they fit it all in and it feels like, I mean, it's just, just go listen to it. It's great. Yeah. Hard Charger out of Canada. Check them out. All right. Well, back to the theme of this episode. Like Jason mentioned earlier, the Winter Warriors Tour, that's a tour that Battlecross has been doing now every winter. Yeah. And they round out the year by doing some shows, and they bring along some great... They headline the run and always bring along some great bands with them. And this year, of course, was no exception. Yeah. For me, I went in there, you know, we've seen Battlecross several times. We love them. We knew what we were getting. At Legion, it's the first time I've seen them live, but yeah. I knew it was going to be great because they're a great band. Yes. But the first thing I want to point out is I didn't know anything... About necromancing the stone. Oh fuck! Yeah. And now I feel like my heart is filled with joy because I do know this band. You're goddamn right. I mean, that band was just like, that's the that's what you know, guys like me and you live for. Yeah. I mean, it's we knew it was going to be good when they were warming up and and the guy was doing like rat songs and shit, you know, and <laughs> and it's just a good uh, gallopy new wave of British heavy metal kind of power metal vibe. You know, maybe a little bit of three inches of blood, you know, yeah. just a tinge. <clears throat> with, and, uh, with like keyboards making it sound almost yes. 80s synthy at times, you know. Yeah. It's kinda... I mean, it was just, it was so great. It's it's just what heavy metal should be. And it was so fun to watch those guys play. Um, you know, I, I, we should we should look them up, get them on the podcast somehow. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they're just, they were great. And they're uh, made up of members of Arsis, Black Dahlia Murder. Yeah. Um, uh, a couple other bands. My The name escapes me. My apologies. But uh, Necromancing the Stone, uh, look these guys up and you will, you will send us thank you cards and Christmas presents. Right. You'll be so grateful that we turned you on to this band because they are stellar. And you're already you're already sad that you have a band and you didn't think of that name first. That's right, because that is a badass name. Yeah, yeah. I really hope to hear more from these guys and get a chance to see them again down the line. Well, first thing we got into when we got to the show was we talked to Greg first. Yeah. And then, so let's talk about that. When we saw them live at this show earlier that day, Riley, the singer, had to go to the to the ER. Yeah. For the minor emergency or something, because I guess Greg talks about it in there. I think he said he was bleeding from the throat or yeah, something had, crazy. And then on the st- uh, on stage, he said he had pneumonia. That's right. And you could tell, this is what I want to point out, is you could tell by watching him, the guy looked like he didn't feel good. You know, he was standing up there, just had that look on his face like you do when you feel like shit. Yeah. But with that being said, if you close your eyes... He sounded as good as anybody does right. when they're on stage, and that was that's called being professional, right? Yeah, that's but cool. it's also called knowing what the fuck you're doing because he was up there sounding amazing while he obviously didn't feel amazing. Yeah, I mean it was it's it's a fucking warrior is what it is. It's a winter warrior. It's, that's right. It's a fucking road dog and it's a fucking pro, and uh, it just felt you know privileged that you know he was braved it and you know pressed on and we got to see the set because it was awesome. 
yeah, these guys are just, you know, I'd kind of a late comer to this band. I honestly didn't know a lot about them until I heard that Subdivisions cover, Yeah, which blew me yeah. away. And then I checked them out. And of course, their other stuff isn't like that for the most part, because, you know, it's more heavy vocals. But I loved it all because I've, you know, I've been a fan of soul work for, what, 15 years now. But it was really soul work and like scar symmetry that kind of pushed me into loving a lot of melodic death metal style yeah. stuff. Yeah. And so as soon as I heard this band, I instantly latched on. I listened to all their albums, love it all. So it was a, a joy to be able to see them. You know, it was a short set, obviously, because they're opening up the show. But, you know, I hope to get to see these guys again because, you know, Ray, Riley's a great addition to this band. That new album is great from start to finish, and his clean vocals are phenomenal. So it's just just really something to... You know, I hope more people latch on to and this band continues to rise up. Yeah, and you know, I can't I can't not mention the fact that uh you know, these guys were, you know, the six string basses and the eight string guitars and they were just all over the fretboard, eight you know, eight fingered tapping. I mean, it was it was nuts. <laughs> I mean I can't I couldn't even fathom what these guys were doing. It was just uh it was such a joy to watch them and uh if these guys come anywhere near you you gotta go so what you're saying is greg burgess is a good guitarist um yeah yeah <laughs> i think so and let me also mention uh we talk about this in in the interview uh he's got a video up on his facebook i think in legion's facebook of him just doing an acoustic thing and you know uh, and it's inspired by Michael Hedges, and we'll get into that. And I, I think mean, that was on YouTube. Okay, it was YouTube. like an older video on YouTube. Apologies, yeah. apologies, but oh, uh, I mean, it's it's just it's insane the ability of this guy, and uh, wow, I mean, yeah, just look it up; it'll floor you. Well, let's just do this. Let's get into this interview right now with Greg Burgess from Allegiant. I feel like this lip ferret needs to go. <laughs> Every day I wake up and I'm like, what the hell is going on with my face? And you gotta wait till the tour's over. Yeah, I do. Because <laughs> then I'm a quitter if yeah. I just cut yeah. it out. <laughs> so it's a whole band thing or tour thing? Or yeah, it's a, it's a tour package thing and only some of us agreed right. to do it. So only I'm sure Gumby of... wasn't going to just go No, mustache. Gumby, <laughs> right? yeah, he was threatening to. He's like, I'll kick you off the tour. I'm like, you ain't doing nothing. <laughs> nice. In fact, I want to arrest you now. Yeah. <laughs> Respect it. <laughs> well, so how's the the tour going so far? Oh, it's great. Having a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, touring with your buddies is always good. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Have you guys played with Battle... I mean, toured with Battlecross 4? Or- no, no. No, we've just known them for a yeah. long time. It's really funny because we just, like, go to each other's shows and hang out. And, yeah. If we were on tour, sometimes we'd be in the same city. And after each other's gigs, we'd just meet up. Yeah. So, right on. Right yeah. On. Well, uh, we saw your post about the Dimebag in the Fort Worth show. Uh, how was how was all that? <laughs> the the Dimebag? Yeah, the Dimebag. Or was show. it like a Dimebag tribute show or something? Oh or, yeah, well, Fort or were they Worth, just calling it that because it was that day? I, I think they were just calling it because it was that day because literally our show got canceled, so we just kind of like ended up on that one. Nice. And uh, I, I mean, Fort Worth is just. I honestly think the whole Dallas Fort Worth out like area. Everybody thinks that if you go to Fort Worth, you're going to get like herpes or something. So, like, no one goes ever. And it's so fucking weird because if you play a show 45 minutes, like, uh, east in Dallas, your show's amazing. Yeah. You play in Fort Worth, you're just fucked. Like, no one will come ever. We some, we'll play to three people some nights. It, I, it wasn't a great show. It wasn't a great show because it was in Fort Worth. And I asked people, they're like, yeah, fuck Fort Worth. I'm like, why? There's, no one gives me a reason. They're just like, I fucking hate Fort Worth. We won't go to shows there. I'm like... This, you guys are spoiled. <laughs> spoiled. We're from Tulsa. We go to Dallas shows a lot. But, yeah, honestly, I've never been to a show in Fort Worth. Oh, yeah. I don't, have, yeah. I don't know why. It's just, <laughs> I don't have a reason. Okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's just a Bermuda Triangle of yeah. of music in in Texas. <laughs> well, talking about the, the new album, it's been out a couple months now. Yeah. 
Like, what's the response been like from fans? And oh, it's been really good. Yeah. Really good. Uh, you know, it's always scary when you get a lineup change, as big as a singer anyway. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's been killing it. That's, that's not a very long answer. <laughs> I, I'm like, what else can I say? It's just been really good. He's been really good. He's He's got bronchitis today. Really? So, weird thing. Whenever we go out with Riley and the tour is, like, long, like, three weeks in or whatever, he starts getting a cold. And you're like, God damn it. Why are you always patient zero? And then <laughs> it just spreads. But he's been sick for, like, a couple days now. And everybody's, like, fine. And we're like... Uh oh! And he comes in. He's like, "I need to go, doctor. I'm coughing blood." And I'm like, "Again? Oh, yeah. God damn it!" <laughs> <laughs> so we're at urgent care. I'm like, "Go urgently." Yeah. yeah. And he always sounds great. It never affects how he sounds because it's different part of his throat. Yeah. But he's just always, always sick, and he's wow. just always miserable. He's like, "I hate tour." I'm like, "But you're so good at it." <laughs> I mean, except when you get sick, then you're not good. Yeah. You're not good at the tour part. Yeah, yeah you would think with that kind of voice, it'd be hard to, to do that sick. But yeah. No, I mean, he always sounds great. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, I was going to ask you about um, the gray matter mechanics and kind of the Spanish thing going on. That okay. was really cool. Uh, did that just kind of pop up, or did you have a? Did you mean to do that? Or uh, it's actually kind of weird because we we went on tour with Ex Mortis and uh, Arsis, and uh, those are both some like kick ass guitar bands. Yeah. You know? And uh, we were having like. Internal problems. <laughs> That's the best way to say it. And basically spontaneously combusted every night. It was it was bad. The guys say, oh, you were fine. And I'm like, no, no, we weren't. Like, we didn't sound very good. And I felt like we got our asses handed to us every night. So when we got home from that tour, I was like, I'm not touching an electric. Like, I was like, am I done? Am I going to quit? What am I going to do? And so I just it was playing flamenco and, like, classical. Yeah. And then I just started writing, and that's what came out. Cool. So, and the guys were like, oh, that's cool. We'll use it. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of different, but okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah it worked. It worked. Uh, I like the uh, the Michael Hedges video. Uh, that was just. Oh, in the bathroom? Yeah, and he, he's from Oklahoma, so that was just, that was awesome. I mean, that was great. Yeah, I so. haven't heard, I haven't, I've never, no one's ever talked to me about Michael Hedges. You are a first. Well, <laughs> I, you know, and, and, and I'll admit I don't know too much, but I know just a little, and I just, that was awesome. That was pretty cool. Oh, thanks, that man. That guy was, uh, that guy was pretty neat. Innovator. Yeah. Like, started, that, I mean, now, nowadays, if you look back on it, I don't think it'd be that special, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, at the time, like, he really was the guy. Yeah, it, it was crazy, yeah. He started everything, <laughs> and now you got, like, Andy McKee, and you got Candy Rat Records, like, everybody on there is a monster, but. It all was like Michael Hedges seemed to be the guy that started that yeah, whole style. Definitely. <laughs> so did you, when you started playing, did you go towards the acoustic or the classical stuff, or was it metal first? And then well, it was metal first, but I could never find a drummer. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you can never find a drummer, so you're like, ugh. With the classical stuff, I didn't need anybody else. So yeah. I was just like, ah, I'll just do this, and then... Uh, that's just, you know, my degree was in that. And then, you know, I always wanted to play metal. That was my thing, you know. But uh, you know, there's a guitar player from Arsis thing. He's <laughs> amazing. Uh, uh, yeah, but I, it's, it's, I don't know. It's like, it's part of who I am, I guess, because I've been doing it so long. So and, uh, it'll just be interesting to see how it's going to matriculate more into Legion as time goes on. Because I, I have a feeling it's going to start coming out more and more as I get yeah. further along into the process. Now that Corey's quitting, and I kind of it's getting to the point where I can pretty much do whatever I want, you know, <laughs> which is which is nice. You know. <laughs> Calling the shots, yeah, uh, a little bit. I mean, everybody, everybody, I. It's truly a democracy, but it gets treated like I can do whatever I want, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, nice. a lot of times. <laughs> Does it feel, I mean, obviously Corey's still here, but yeah. does it feel weird knowing that you're about to be the only guy left from when you guys started this? Or, uh, uh, I mean, in a way. Um, I mean, I'm trying not to think about Corey leaving until he's actually going and just trying to make this a great tour for him so he, like, yeah. sets off on a good experience, you know? Um, but, I mean, I, I, I hate lineup changes, and I've had one constantly. So it's always it's always a little... It's hard when you, you like somebody, someone quits. It's 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 a relief when you have to fire someone. So the fact that he is going, it's 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 going to be harder because you know you're going to have to find someone new when you don't really want to. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but you know it's a challenge and it'll be a 
lineup changes is always an opportunity to improve where you are. So, yeah. did you have anybody in mind, or have you auditioned anybody? Yeah, I mean, I got there's two guys in mind. We we did the online uh, kind of audition process, and then we did the Patreon, and then all hell broke loose. So, <laughs> we that kind of like oh, let's put the bass player on the back burner, let this yeah. die, and then when it dies, and we do it. And like, yeah, it's time to start looking again. Yeah. But it was funny because we had we're like, hey, please, you know, video yourself playing these three songs, and then fill out this application. And people are doing one or the other. They're not doing both. <laughs> and it's like, oh, come on, guys. Like, if you can shred through the stuff and then, you know, you are completely will not fit in personality-wise. That's why we want, yeah, you know. Exactly. Like, if you're like, go fuck yourself in the application, <laughs> I will laugh a lot. I'll be like, oh, this guy, you know, he can fit in, you know. Like, yeah, I mean, uh, Sean Martinez from Decrepit uh, is interested. And he is <laughs> like, did you do book? I vocals. He goes, meh. I was like, yes. <laughs> there you work. go. Yeah, <laughs> nice. I, I like the honesty. You yeah. know, yeah. The, the, we're not serious people. We need someone. We need someone that's like fit in that. You know. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, the subdivisions cover. Like, how did when you were preparing for that? Was that something you guys had to meticulously like go over before you went to the studio, or is it something? No, we never meet before right. we go into the studio. Really? No. Uh, I do my songs and, and Mike does his songs and then we just give it out to everybody to go, okay, see you there. And then, you know, it's, uh, I'll write lyrics and like, hey, Riley, what do you think of these? He's like, oh, I like it. Can we change this? Of course. It's your gig. And then he'll come in with lyrics and uh, it's getting, the more we do it, the more organized we are by the time we hit the studio. So usually all the solos are finalized, all the, the lyrics, everything's finalized and demoed out before we even go in. Including bass sometimes on this this last one. So uh, Dave Otero loves it because all the pre-pros there, you know, we just like, yeah, the first day, here's all the tracks. And then we can just go through and like, what did, what did the program drums do here? And like, oh, yeah, we need the snare to be like that. Brandon, can you do that? And he's like, all right, and, you know, and just does it, you know. So um, as far as subdivisions, you know, we did subdivisions and animate. Uh, and they were just supposed to be bonus tracks. And then they and just subdivisions. Metal Blade loved that so much that it's like, let's just put it on the record. And we're like, okay, whatever. Uh, that's weird, but uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. And it was like we were on tour. We were we couldn't figure out which songs we wanted to do, and we were on tour, and we just came up with like, guys, let's just do Rush. And then uh, we were in uh, Granbury, Texas, for Thanksgiving last year, and I was just in the hotel room, and I just shit it out on a computer. You know, listen what Neil and you know those guys did. And, you know, I just like looked at the the chord structure of what they were doing. And I was like, okay, tech it out a little bit, but keep it pretty much the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was a good a good line of you know keeping it you, but not going too far from the original. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, was, part of that was it, you know they were just supposed to be bonus tracks. Yeah. So it was like, yeah. how can we do this that's going to be minimum effort? So <laughs> yeah. keep it like pretty much dead on, except for in a few places where. Obviously, we, you know, that's not anything a Legion would ever play. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to be true to ourselves without being true to what Rush is. Yeah. And you don't want to fuck with Rush. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we're, people are going to love this or we're going to get crucified. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. when, you, when you're writing, I don't know if you do it when you're doing lyrics or when you go into the studio, like, how do you decide what songs need clean vocals and what don't? Because, you know, there's only a few that. Yeah, well, the clean stuff. That's Riley, you know. That's Riley and what he's comfortable with. Because I mean, um, how he got the gig was uh, his last man, Son of Aurelius, a huge fan, and uh, like he he joined that band after their first record. They put out their second record right when we put out Elements, uh, Elements of the Infinite, and uh, they got crucified. Like people revolted because of all the clean vocals. So he was really hesitant yeah. to do it. But I love his voice, so I was like, "Dude, you gotta do it. You gotta do it." So I was picking at him. He's like, "I don't want to do it," because he didn't want to like drag us down. But uh, I mean, it's really good. So when it came to, like, "Dude, just do all rush. Just do it exactly like you know it is on the record." He's like, "All right, whatever." Since it's a bonus track, people don't like it. It's a bonus track. What do you want? <laughs> so. And then, yeah, like the extermination when we got speed from soil work, it was just like, well, that's not me. We can get away with that because if no one hates it, it's like, oh, well, you know, that's just him. You know? <laughs> it was kind of like a, a cop-out in a way. But, you know, it'll, treading carefully, seeing how it went over. It went over way better than we expected. So it'll, it'll start sneaking in its way in a little bit from now on. But 
I don't think it will ever go totally that direction, but, yeah. you know. Yeah, I think whenever I was listening, I was like, I guess there's not going to be any on here, and it was like, because it was pretty far into the album, right? right? Like nine yeah. songs or something. Yeah, yeah, you got to <laughs> put it like into back. Yeah. That's you, how, you, how you ease everybody yeah. into it. It was like, oh, what is this? <laughs> yeah. I don't wait, and it was so quick. Is that, is that really what I heard? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. But yeah, his voice is so phenomenal. It seems like a waste to not do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's totally uh, complete uh, talent. Uh, we bonded over like the Mongolian throat singing, like on a Hill of Science, how it opens. Yeah. Like we were yeah. nerding out over that. And he's like, "Yeah, I can do that." And I was like, "What? <laughs> oh well, I guess that's going on the record." And then, uh, yeah, just the, the like the pitch screaming stuff, like the Devin Townsend kind of like singing, but it's like heart really screaming type yeah. stuff, kind of like the cattle decap stuff, and uh, like yeah, he can do all of that. So it's like, well, let me get out my my little toolbox here. What are we gonna paint with today? Yeah. Use, yeah, definitely. <laughs> you are a real man, sir. It is not warm. Uh, and you are in shorts. like this all, all year round. I don't know. I'm just weird. <laughs> it's called being a man. Yeah, that, that's right. That's yeah. right. You know, my, my chin is so cold right now. <laughs> your, your listeners can't see my stupid facial hair, but what they made me do. But Yeah, that's the first thing I noticed when I did this. I was yeah. like, you look ridiculous and your face is cold. Cold, yeah. Yeah, grow that back as soon as you can. Yeah, as soon as I can. I'm going to, ch- I think as soon as this is over, I don't think I can wait for the rest of it to grow. I think this is just going to go and yeah. then it'll even out and then that's just right. go back. Yeah. Come back with like more vigor. Yeah, and you won't get weird looks in public anymore, you know. Right. Oh, man, because now you either look like there needs to be like some like walking on the street with like, you know. Some seventies porn site, or uh, yeah, or I I look like a really uh, a crooked cop, or uh, or a pedophile. Yeah. There's no winning. There's no winning. We it's funny because we were stopped in Walmart to grab Riley's prescription, yeah. and I was like, there are a lot of mustaches in this Walmart, and and Corey and I were like, man, it's like it's like Dad Mart. Yeah, it's just gonna be all dads in here. Yep, welcome to Oklahoma. Dude, the best thing in that Walmart, dude, I saw a guy with, like, an Elvis haircut, but he had a mullet. And I was like, dude, that is amazing. I've never seen that before. Ever. Props. I just want to film you. <laughs> yep. I, that's awesome. You? No, no. That, the, the Elvis mullet. But I was like, oh, that's a golden opportunity. What? Never stop being you should, guys. should have covertly snapped a picture real quick. Yeah, yeah I, w- I think I was just so in shock that that actually just existed. <laughs> that I was like, oh my god, it's amazing. Awesome. <laughs> I wonder what he'd be like. Hey, man, can I take my picture with you? I wonder what he would have done. It's he was an employee. It's probably happened before. Yeah. I would have to with that haircut. Yeah. <laughs> <I'd have to. laughs> well, I think you guys are definitely a contender for top list on album of the year like what oh. do you, what do you got what do you think as far as what you've heard favorite albums of 2016 i mean i it's been such a rough year uh just like personally you know and and uh, i mean I, I don't even know like and to be honest i haven't really been able to listen to a lot of music like my personal life's just been a mess everything with the patreon was a mess it's just like kind of it's been like the best thing that happened this year was us putting out that record mm-hmm. and then everything else has just not been very good so i mean when we're together it's like a, yeah. you know yeah. it's a van full of laughing you know <laughs> yeah. but uh you know, I, don't, I mean I, I really don't know like about well, the album of the year stuff and i don't know how much that actually matters too yeah, 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 i just but always you know, good to hear other people yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's really nice you know when we get it it's like oh that's that's awesome you know? yeah. after after playing and recording and all that you probably don't want to listen to anything when you're not you know, doing it, you know. My, actually, no, it's, it's so weird because my brain doesn't work like that. Like, I'm always listening to music, and uh, it's not always metal. Like, yeah. I've been listening to a lot of orchestra stuff lately, mm-hmm. and uh, I drive the guys nuts with it. Yeah. Because I don't know. <laughs> it was so weird. So I've been listening to lots of, like, Yanni live at the Acropolis, <laughs> which is, like, stupid, like, out of left field, like, you know, Greek, like, orchestra dude. And then yesterday in Soundcheck, I'm just playing, and then suddenly I'm, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm playing Yanni. What the hell? Like, it just worked its way into my brain and materialized to my fingers. I'm like, that's strange as hell. But, uh, yeah, just it's a weird, you know, I've – yeah. I, I don't know if I answered your question. I need breadcrumbs to figure out where yeah, I am. That, no, that's all good. <laughs> well, no, you mentioned – that was one of my questions I forgot to ask about on the album, the beginning with the orchestration. Does that – so I guess that's you – 
Or, I mean, your ideas, or how do you come up with that? Well, proponent for sentience to the algorithm, the the orchestra part in the beginning, I wrote it back in 2008, okay. or 2007. And uh, it was our live intro music back then, but we, you know, it was kind of like I had, like, my my first ex-wife, her family sitting around a mic, like, singing, and I was just tracking, do it again! Do it again! Do it again. So it sounded like a full choir, and, you know, and just, like, putting two mics on our, 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 our like, drummer's shit to, like, play, and really bad guitars, and, uh, and that was it, like, for years, that's all we could do, but now that we have, you know, Brandon, who, play, who has the technology to do samples and everything like that, and, um, it's kind of really opened the door with like what we can do, you know, like the possibilities musically that we can do. And uh, my writing partner, Joe Ferris, he's responsible for a lot of that stuff. Like I'll give him broad stretches, uh, like sketches of orchestra parts, and I send it to him, and then he goes through and flushes it all out for okay. me. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, we do lots of like video game music together and stuff. Like he's awesome. Cool, man. I'll let you get out of here since it's freezing. Yeah, I'm wearing eight arm. layers. Yeah. I feel bad for you. <laughs> like, I, my ears are freezing. I don't know about you. I'm good. <laughs> Your shins aren't. Yeah, I've got enough. I got, I got enough padding. Oh. Are you guys doing, doing with Tony later yeah. too? Yeah. Yeah. We were joking. He's like, who's your? I'm like, I don't know. Who's yours? He's like, I don't know. Like, we should do it together. <laughs> yeah, and like, do it like, answer my questions and I'll answer yours and we'll have no idea what each one of us is talking about. It would be fantastic. That would be awesome. <laughs> if you guys want to do that later, that yeah. might be funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, that. thank yeah. you guys. Well, there you go, Greg from Allegion. Thank you to him for taking the time to do that. Thank you to Liz from EarSplit PR for setting that up. You know, it was cool to hear him talk about you know, the different styles of playing, the acoustic and, of course, the heavy stuff, talking about the, you know, Corey leaving the band and, you know, his feelings on that and him being the only guy left, you know, from the original lineup. Yeah. But, you know, Riley's come in, these other guys have come in, and they've really made this, this is a stellar band, you know, and they're going to continue to go places, you know, as, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So, yeah, check out some Allegiant if you get the chance to see them live. Get on there, check out their music. Phenomenal band, phenomenal players. Thanks again to Greg for doing that. And after a Legion, of course, we got Battlecross. Yes. And Battlecross is a band both of us have been fans of since they first came out. Oh, definitely. On the the mainstream, at least. And they are now, there's only been two bands in our first 101 episodes that have been on here three times. <laughs> Scattered Hamlet and now Battlecross. We've had Gumby on here two times. He was on here on episode 17 and episode 60. And now here we are at 101 with Tony. And I'm sure those two guys or one of the other guys from the band will be on here again sometime soon down the line. We got to get them. Yeah. <laughs> well, on our last episode, episode 100, we kind of looked back at the first 100 episodes and talked about the stuff that, you know, some memorable interviews or moments and experiences and that kind of stuff that got us to that point and one of the things you brought up was when we were talking about battlecross is i can't how much this band you know is kind of becoming a part of what we're doing whether they know it or not exactly and you know we mentioned that gumby was on episode 17 and before we interviewed him all our interviews were with people regional um we you know we had done one online and stuff but he was the first guy from a touring band that came through that we went out and sat down and did the interview before the show so it was kind of that kind of opened the door for us exactly you know and and that one's on youtube by the way yeah episode 17 <laughs> on youtube and soundcloud you know it's a, it's a good one you know we find out that he's a massive fan of hank williams yeah and you can't go wrong on that right one. <laughs> and then we had him back on 60 extremely accommodating you know, he remembered talking to us before, and then we got out there this time to talk to Tony. And this is the first time, you know, we had met Tony before, but it's the first time we really talked in depth to him. But after the fact, you know, Gumby came up to us, said hey, and talked to us for a minute. So it's kind of cool, yeah. you know, to see that, you know, they're cool with us. And that's not just because we're talking to them. They're cool with everybody. That's a big thing about this band is <clears throat> exactly how great they are with their fans. Yeah, and, and you know, that's kind of 
I, I'm glad you hit on that a little bit. Um, you know, these guys are, you know, these guys are just trying to make it. These guys are trying to, to, to just get their music out. And sometimes the conditions are not, you know, they're not, uh, optimal. And, you know, sometimes being on the road, especially in the winter, you know, that's tough. And so, you know, and, and the club is small and, you know, there's no division between, you know, the band and the, and the fans and the stage and whatnot. And, you know, we got in there to do what we needed to do. And, you know, you didn't really want to bother anybody. Right. You know, right. So, so for, for Gumby to come up to us, you know, that was, that was pretty cool. That was pretty special. Uh, told us, you know, it just, and, and then the other thing is, you know, what, Tony says in this interview, and I think what Greg kind of said is they were all friends before this, so this tour is really fun, and you could tell because they were all, all you know, all their merch tables were together. They were all laughing, having fun. They were rocking out through each other's sets. It didn't matter, taking pictures, giving shout outs to each other, giving shout outs to each <laughs> other, and and that really bled over into you know to the fans, into you know the 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 whole vibe of the night. And I thought it was a really cool way to, to conduct a tour. And you just, you felt, you felt like you were in the club when you were in, in the club, you know, <laughs> so to speak, when you were in the club, you know, you felt like you were part of the whole thing. So, uh, but that was just a real successful way to do it. And, uh, you know, Battlecross has always, you know, been accommodating and always been cool. And, uh, this experience was no different. It was great. Yeah, and playing into what you were saying, uh, Don Slater had posted on Facebook, I think it was a few shows before we saw him, you know, that I can't believe I get to see Necromancing the Stone every night. You yeah. Know? And so, I mean, that's just how passionate these guys are about yeah. music, just like we are or any other fans are. And like you said, you know, Greg was up there, I think, with a GoPro or a camera or something. Yeah. and. The singer from Necromancing the Stone was out there moshing, even yeah. ran into you. A yeah, he times. ran into me, and then he gave me a hug and told me he was sorry. I mean, <laughs> it was it was great. It was great. Right. And another thing I wanted to point out when we're talking about fans, we've talked about this on a previous episode, was there's a Facebook group that we're both part of. Yes. Called Battlecross Fans Unite, and you know there's Facebook groups for the majority of bands that are around. You could type it in and you know find a group and. But, I, you know, and I've joined some of them, and a lot of times, you know, you're just in there with a bunch of people that are, like, massive fans and just, like, won't talk about anything else. And yeah. it's just kind of like a place to be a geek and whatever. But the cool thing about this group is that it's real. You really get a sense, a vibe of, you know, hey, these are friends, you know. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, even though we haven't personally met any of these people you see at every show, a lot of the shows that, you know, people be out there meeting up, taking pictures together, hanging out, you know, Manny and Dion that started this thing, you know, were big presence in there. And I know that the show, the final show of the winter warriors tour, there was, I don't know how many people, but I saw the picture on there Yeah, when yeah, there was like that, 60 yeah. people or something, probably tons of people came from, you know, all over the area to get to that show in Michigan. And even like Manny lives in Connecticut and he flew in for it and yeah. people came from all over the place. And all the guys in Battlecross were in this picture, too, and they're all in this group, and that's another way you can communicate with them. You know, they'll respond to stuff in there and, you know, comment and everything. They do the same on their page, so it's really cool, you know, how much of a fan-friendly band that's Battlecross right. is. That's right. And think about it, you know, it's a testament to just, one, how fan-friendly they are, and two, just how fucking good they are. Yeah, musician wise and and live and just everything because how many other bands on that level have you know dedicated Facebook pages? It's usually like you know Metallica Forever or Avenged Sevenfold for Life, you know. Right. And so I mean that 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 shows you the the you know where this band's at and you know where they're gonna go. Yeah, we really does. We've talked about that many times too throughout this first hundred episodes that Battlecross is one of those bands that. I mean, I think they've had a good progression, a steady climb. Yes. But they should be at a bigger level, and I think they will get there, you know, get to that level of these bands like Lamb of God or something. Yeah. yeah you know, where they're just a presence in the metal that's world. That's exactly where I see them going, you know. Yeah. And you mentioned how good they are, and that's another thing that I was thinking about when we were watching them live at this show was that I tell people all the time, 
you know, if you get a chance to see Battlecross, see them. They're a great live band. But it's just one of those things that you just forget even how good they are. Yeah. Because we know they're great. We know that they're, they put on a great show, sound badass. But then you get there and you just forget instantly as soon as they kick into it, you know, Gumby screaming, you know, they're all headbanging, moving around, going nuts. And it's just intensity at its greatest, great heavy metal. And you just forget this is, this is where I'm supposed to be right now. And there you are. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Have we rambled enough? Should we get in this interview with Tony? Yeah. Tony Asta is the man. Let's get into this. Answer calls. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's right. That's right. Cool, man. Well, thanks for the interview. Yeah. Appreciate well, yeah. It. Thanks for doing it. We yeah. appreciate it. I feel weird being in the darkness. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can. Yeah, you want to go over yeah. there? Yeah. So I can see your faces. Nice. Nice. I, know, I feel like I'm looking in, in the darkness. Love's <laughs> cup? Yeah. Yeah, why not? And the mop bucket or Sell that atmosphere. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Rock and roll. So, first thing, I saw you guys had band problems again. It's yeah. like the never-ending curse of Yeah, totally. Yeah, well, with <laughs> most bands that tour a lot, uh, it's commuting is always a huge, um, I guess, uh, expense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It costs money for gas. It costs money to maintain your vehicle. It costs money to rent vehicles. It costs money to have a trailer. It costs money to have a van or whatever, a bus. So, what we try to do is just try to be, you know, self-contained. So when we had the first van, that thing broke down in like Texas, 2011, and I just paid this thing off, man. Like I, I paid for it myself for like five or six years. And this thing, it, the tranny went out. We were like, "What are we gonna do?" Right? Yeah. We're on this tour. It's our first like legit tour ever. We're not just gonna bail. So we finance a new van, and we end up getting a Savannah, and we've had it all the way until this tour. That one from then until now. And it took a big shit. Tranny went out. It's actually the second transmission on that van. And the catalytic converter's clogged. So it's just like this hog, dude. It's a piece of shit. But it doesn't look too bad. It's got 260,000 miles on it. So we're going to try to make make the best of it. See if we can turn around. Yeah. Maybe sell it or, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so right now we have a rental. And yeah. we're just so used to dealing with this, having something go wrong, whether it be the trailer or the van or anything like that. Just make a few phone calls, make it happen, make it yeah. to the next show. That's what you always got to do. So. Yeah, trying to get too discouraged. Right, yeah. exactly. Just never get discouraged, yeah. Yeah. man. You yeah. know, if you can make it happen, if you have the means of getting there, then just do your best to get there. You, know, you have to have that attitude. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I think the first time we interviewed Gumby, we you guys had a flat tire that day. It was part of the war tour. Mm. <laughs> so it's yeah, just like, it's funny because uh, having a flat tire is. It seems like it's more rare than something actually breaking down on, on these damn things. <laughs> yeah. Whether it be the axle on the trailer, the bearings going out, or the starter, you know, <laughs> fuel pump, whatever. So it's just, it's crazy, man. You'd think that the, you know, the tire would be common, but it's really not, mm. you know, as long as you take care of it. So, yeah. yeah. Crazy. <laughs> crazy shit, man. <laughs> well, outside of that, how's the Winter Warriors tour been so far? Awesome, dude. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, my favorite part definitely is the other bands we're with. Yeah. Um, Necromancy and Stone are a great bunch of guys, along with Legion. And uh, we kind of sort of knew some of the guys from before, from other stuff, but this is the first time I've actually done a tour with them. Mm-hmm. So it's awesome to get to know all those guys a lot better. And, and they're all, we're all so helpful with each other, and it's just yeah. a really nice family. Everybody's really cool. And uh, turnouts have been pretty good. It's not like we're not really selling out or anything like that, but um, everybody's having a good time. Everybody that's there is having a blast. So it's, it's good shit. Yeah. We're happy. For sure. That's yeah, awesome. we just talked to Greg a little while ago, and he said kind of the same thing. He'd known you guys forever, partied and stuff, but never actually played did a tour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's cool, man. It's, it's crazy because now there's only like I guess less than a week left, or about a week left. So yeah. it's almost over. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it's been fun, man. Winter Wars. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Are you guys making your way back up from here? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, I can't remember what's tomorrow. To be honest with you. But yeah, it's gonna end in Michigan, you know, yeah. our hometown. Yeah. So, um, oh, it'd, be, right. it'd be a big blowout. Yeah. yeah, we're in that uh, the Battle Battlecross Fan Unite group. Oh, you are awesome. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I saw a bunch of people like Manny and everybody's going into that show, and 
or your final show on the tour. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. it's the last show of the year. Yeah. And it's <clears throat> at our hometown, at like yeah. our hometown venue, the Token Lounge. Token Lounge is one of them. That's close. That's by Detroit, and then the Machine Shop, which is one in Flint. That's like our other hometown venue. Those yeah. two are like our main stomping grounds. Where if we play either of those places, yeah. it's always just amazing and a good time. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. Everyone talks about the Machine Shop. Yeah, it's kind of like you know world famous. Yeah, almost, yeah, but, definitely. <laughs> yeah, but the Token Lounge. That's where that's where we'll be on the seventeenth. Cool. So, yeah. Cool. Well, uh, how were how were the shows without Gumby? And are you glad to have them? back you know yeah definitely absolutely um i definitely missed them um on that particular tour you're referring to that was with sore work yeah um gummy had to sit out for personal things and we had a fill-in who was adam cody from the band wretched okay. super awesome guy really good singer great front man so he was definitely our first choice and actually gumby suggested him and we had known him from previous tours as well from touring with wretched so it just it all came together and it worked out fine. And when Gumby come, came back on for like the last week, it was just smooth transition. Yeah. And uh, actually, at that particular show, that was at the Machine Shop that okay. he came back for. And um, Adam and, and Gumby did a song together on stage. Yeah, I saw that. I so thought that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was badass. It was probably like Push, Pull, Destroy or something. Yeah. And a uh, very memorable, memorable time. So for <laughs> did, sure. did uh, Adam have like a long time to learn everything, or did he just um, pick it up pretty? Cool? He had he had quite a bit of time to figure it out because um, once we kind of got wind of what was up with Gumby's situation, we had time to plan it out. Gotcha. And uh, there was a couple of people that we reached out to, but Adam was kind of like our the first guy we thought of, and yeah. ended up being that he was the one that we ended up going with. Okay. So um, he sent us tracks, like basically we sent him the songs. And then he would sing over them and send them back. And then we got to hear, like, how he would do it. And we're just like, dude, that's that's awesome. Let's nice. go. Like, he's ready. You know what I mean? And he's just super easy to work with. So just, you know, if he was, like, a pain in the ass, you know, which is not. But if he was, then it would have been a totally different story. But he's <laughs> right. a really, really nice guy and very easy going about everything. So, absolutely. Well, I know you guys had this, that badass solo work tour. And I saw you guys are doing the super joint now. So Fuck it's yeah, cool dude. to see you guys getting these... Shows yeah. with these big bands finally, or dude, legendary awesome. people like Phil. Yeah, so dude. what's that? I mean, I assume you're looking forward to that. Oh, dude, <laughs> big time. I mean, uh, I'm a huge Pantera fan. You know, I love Down. Superjoint's great. Um, you know, I'll, anything that came from Pantera, yeah. you know, from those guys that turned into something else is oh, it's great shit. So I like to follow that. Yeah. But uh, definitely excited for Superjoint. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be cool to hang out with those guys and, and just hopefully be exposed to that audience as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, the people who are into that, they're diehard people. So, um, they go to those shows, and it'd just be cool to be a part of that, too. Yeah. And hopefully we can maybe hopefully capture those those, those fans. Yeah. Draw you know I mean? So, we'll see. In. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, well, I mean, I have a feeling we'll have a little bit of our own draw, too. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. um, people who maybe don't know a lot about Superjoint that know us, they're definitely going to come to the show, yeah. and it'll be a good time, so... Also, another band on that thing's Child Bite. Those guys are actually from Michigan as well. Okay. They're a great band, great bunch of guys. Cool. Jake played with them before as well. Cool. For sure. Well, speaking of Pantera, I saw that the show you guys did the other day in Fort Worth was built as that Dimebag uh, Appreciation Day or something mm -hmm. like that. Like, did you guys play fucking hostile? Oh, yeah. Oh, did yeah, you? we had to. Yeah. yeah. You can't. You have to. Yeah. You have to. You can't play like a dime show and not, not play a Pantera song. You know? Right. Yeah. And since we ha already had it ready to rock, we just, you know, busted it out. So we save it for rare times now. There was a couple tours we kind of played it like every night as an encore. Yeah. But uh, now we're just saving it for special occasions, you know. Yeah. For sure. Well, it is uh, a very fun song to play. Though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> now, uh, so um, you guys got new stuff coming in 17 or... Is it coming uh, together? You know, honestly, I can't say at this point. Um, we just have ideas, rough okay. ideas, I, like little demo stuff. Mm -hmm. We haven't actually come together and jammed and actually like worked on anything mm -hmm. as a band yet. Um, one big thing that's different this time is with every album we have a different drummer for some reason. Right. And now we have Brian Zink, who's a badass. He's with, been with the yeah. band for over a year now, and I yeah. hope to keep him around. And uh, so it's going to be exciting to, to write with him and do something new and fresh in that way, have a different take on it that way with a different drummer. So, um, but as far as when to expect new stuff, I can't say because, I mean, it's such early stages right now that I can't really tell you. Yeah. I, I wish I knew. <laughs> okay. So it's better off not knowing. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, but, at least you've got the same drummer for a while now. Yeah, yeah. I really <laughs> want to keep Brian around. He's, he, his personality fits in so well. He's a phenomenal drummer. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just love the dude. You know, I, I, him and I talk all the time. So yeah. he's, he's a good guy, really good guy, Brian Sink. Cool. So, cool. yeah. But when you're writing, do you do you guys write a lot of stuff separate and come together, or do you uh, yeah, sit down it, and write together at all? It depends on the album, you know. Like when we when we wrote our first record, we had so much time that 
we weren't under the pressure of like the label and everything else like that or like time constraints and you know um contracts or whatever else when we were writing our first album we just all we wanted to do is write the best shit we could just be brutal and just be you know what we wanted so we had all this time to to do everything we could write on our own jam together write our own jam together listen to each part listen to it back and figure out what we wanted to do differently and then we learned from that so we went to do the next record it was like we took all the things that we wanted to do before and then just amplified it into the next thing and then with the third one it was even even more cut and dry than that it was like I would write a whole song and send it to the guys and be like cool he would write a whole song and I'd fuck with it a little bit and then we would, it would be a song nice. so it was kind of like it didn't it, the whole headache of figuring it out in a room when you take five guys and just mash everything together was kind of removed however this time around I really want to mix it together where it's like I got the solid idea but you know let's jam through it for a month first work out all the bugs that way we were in the studio it's something we all created together you know what I mean yeah, yeah. so that's just one example of what I would like to do yeah so hopefully album four will be a, a culmination of just getting really creative yeah. but having something solid to start with because mm-hmm. if you just like hey let's write a song and you're just like standing there it's like it can get really frustrating you know what I mean like oh I don't like the part oh, I'll do that again it's like and then when you're three hours into it you're like dude I need we gotta stop for a second you know what I mean but good thing you recorded it you know what I mean so you can listen back Yeah. so it's a very long process doing it that way yeah well you gotta work through stuff you know? got to yeah. yeah Yeah. when you guys first started playing guitar together how did you mesh was it instant or did it take some time or uh, well me and Heron started playing guitar was like 96, 97 and uh, we didn't know what the fuck we were doing so we just sit in the basement with our little combo together. amps okay. yeah and just kinda like just play open notes and just kind of try to you know figure out the instrument and then it slowly evolved into just him and I regularly hanging out playing together you know and he would bring his combo up to my house I'd bring my little combo up to his house and my guitar song and you know we lived across the street from each other so it just turned into this thing and like nowadays it's like when we jam together it's just it's kind of like like there's that connection you know what I mean so and I I feel like him and I play real tight together so well one thing you that I noticed, especially last time you guys played here, is um, you know I like your your stage persona. You know you're smiling, you're happy, and Thanks, man. there's a lot of like scowling and stuff, and you, you make eye contact. That's that, I appreciate that. That's, that's awesome, a dude. Cool way to be. Yeah, yeah, thanks, man. Well, I mean, I don't, have you been on stage? Uh, yeah, it's been quite a while. Okay. But, well, yeah. that feeling you get when you're just having so much fun, you yeah. can't contain it. It's just that's why I'm here I'm, I'm just having a high exactly. dude just being on stage it's infectious it's, it's just great <laughs> you can't help but have a good time on stage yeah. and even if like let's say you like miss a note or whatever something's wrong fuck it dude just smile it off <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean it's alright we're all here having a good time I mean you do your best to try and yeah. perform as best as you can but you gotta have a good time you gotta have fun that, I feel like that's part of our whole experience yeah. you come to a show you know, you're going to get your ears blown off or maybe your face melt a little bit, but you're going to have fun. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of what I personally like to translate. Yeah. So if if you're feeling it with me, yeah, the better one. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's kind of where I'm coming from. Nice. Yeah, I was telling him, after seeing you guys live, it's like I feel like I don't know if Don wants to like eat my soul, but then I see you and it's like you want to save my soul, so I feel all right. <laughs> all right. We'll balance it out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the yin and the yang. Yeah, and then you hear Gumby talk and you're like, <laughs> Yeah. This guy, wow! Yeah. You know what I mean. So it's just kind of, oh man, he's brutal though. Yeah. Yeah. We have fun, man. We have yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, you got to, you got to. Well, I know, uh, I know at least Gumby is. We're talking to him. Mm-hmm. I assume you guys are all Metallica fans. Yeah, for the most part, I think um, I'm a huge Metallica fan. Okay, I'd say Gumby's like a decent Metallica fan, but yeah. I think it took him a kind of minute to come around to it. Because yeah. being a vocalist is kind of it's a different thing, like guitar players, drummers, and stuff like that. Like, oh yeah, if you like metal, you're gonna love Metallica. But yeah. from a vocalist standpoint, the way that James does his vocals is very like tied to music. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really like go outside of the of what's happening. Mm-hmm. And for Gumby, who like who's like a big Cannibal Corpse guy, big yeah. Black Dahlia guy, big you know all that kind of stuff. It's very like versatile and kind of like just not exactly with what's going on. Mm-hmm. I feel like for him, he didn't really catch on to what Metallica was doing until much later. So like if you if you bring up a record with him, he'd be like, "What song is that again?" Yeah. You're like, "Ah, oh, that's and be like, oh, that song's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, that's cool." But if you ask Kieran, he'll like know every riff. You know what exactly. I mean? So it's just just a different animal. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, just sure. curious what you thought of Hardwired. I think it's fucking sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Actually, anything they put out, I'm probably going to like because that's how I am. But 
when I first heard, um, I listened to all the songs because they put out videos for every song. Right. And I just listened to each one, and I was like, wow, that's really cool. And then I listened to it again. I listened to it again, and I was like, damn, dude, I got to get this. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. I, I definitely like it. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Was there anything else, like, from 2016 that you've done? Or uh, you been paying attention to? There's honestly nothing coming to mind right now. Um, shit, when was the last... The last Kill Switch album is pretty sick. Yeah, yeah, that was early this year. Um, yeah. Honestly, I, I mean, like, if maybe you start naming shit, I could be like, oh yeah, yeah, but I have nothing else is really going to mind right now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, shit. I wish I would have known that question in advance. <laughs> Just all good, all good. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, man. I don't know. Shit comes in, you know, in spurts. Right. All of a sudden, there'd be like five new records out on this one day, and you'd be like, holy shit. Yeah. yeah. And you're always gonna forget one. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much stuff out nowadays. Yeah. Oh, uh, the new Meshuggah. Yeah. That came out this year. Yeah. That's cool. Um, fuck, I can't think of anything else on top of my head. But yeah. New Allegiant. New Allegiant, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Actually, I, I haven't listened to it all the way through. Okay. But, uh, yeah, what I've heard so far is fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, so. it's pretty sick, pretty sick. Cool. For schnitzel. Yeah. Are <laughs> yeah. you anything else? Oh, that cool. wraps up. We wraps appreciate it. Up. it. Yeah. Cool. Thank yeah. you guys very Thanks. much. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you guys for being here. Yeah. There you go, Tony from Battle Cross. Thank you so much to him for taking the time out. Thanks again to Liz from EarSplit PR for setting that up. And, you know, thanks to Tony and again to Greg for doing this out. The club that we did this at has no backstage, has no yeah. rooms to hang out in. It's, like you said, you're right. Bands are right there with the fans. So we had to do this outside. And it was cold. Yes. Yeah, so, the, so the noise level wasn't too high. And it was <laughs> that day it was freezing freaking cold. Yeah. It was windy. You know, they're from Michigan and Denver, so they're used to that. But still, that's right. That's right. You know, it was a pretty damn cold day. So thanks to both of them for giving us a little time out there. And and hey, I had shorts on. I was a man. That's true. According to Greg. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got that going for you. I, I do. That's something, I guess. <laughs> well, like I mentioned earlier, if you're a Battlecross fan, check out episode 60. Check out episode 17. That one's also on YouTube. Inter both of those are interviews with Kyle Gumby. Very cool to have him on here twice, and now cool to have Tony. So down the line, we should have these other guys, or yeah, of course great. Tony again or Kyle again. So yeah. while you're checking those out, SoundCloud.com backslash Thunder Dash Underground. We've got 100 episodes before this one you can check out. We've had Richie Cavalier from Insight, who was. Another band that's kind of up and coming in that same thrash style that Battlecross brings. It's got a lot of intensity to them and another great live band. We've had on guys from Death Angel, Sid Falk, formerly of Overkill, Kirk Winstein of Crowbar, Chris Broderick of Active Defiance, and of course Megadeth. We've had on CJ Pierce from Drowning Pool, Wino from The Obsessed and The Spirit Caravan. We get some 80s rock up in here with guys from Great White and Warrant and Europe, Trickster, Bullet Boys. We're had on guys from Avatar. Hey, the list goes on. Yeah, Reed Mullen, COC. Yeah, that one was a great one. Yes, it was. And we mentioned some country music earlier that, that Gumby likes some old country, but we had Waylon Jennings' son, Shooter, on here. That's right. Shooter's got some amazing music. We and had if you're into metal, I think you dig that guy. Yeah, and we had you know in you know on the more roots here tip we had Ian Moore on, right? That was a good one. Uh, so it just uh, it goes all over the place, people. Uh, so just uh, pick an episode because you're gonna love it. Yeah, 101 episodes. TheThunderUnderground.com. You can find them on there. You can find reviews. Like I said, SoundCloud, YouTube is at The Thunder Underground. Click subscribe. We go live on there every once in a while and do reviews. We did. Reviews on some Metallica, a couple different things on, a few different things on them. Reviews on the new Avenged Sevenfold album, a Black Sabbath concert that came through town. And of course, like we said, the Gumby interview. And we hope to have some other, some of these podcasts up on there soon as well. We're also on Instagram and Twitter and Periscope. And we've got t-shirts for sale, koozies for sale. Hit us up at thethunderunderground at gmail.com if you want to buy something or if you just want to complain or praise or whatever or if you want to send us your music for us to play it or review it that's the place to do it that's right that's right all right well we good um i want to say merry christmas happy holidays happy hanukkah happy kwanzaa 
Um, and I hope Krampus visits all of you <laughs> dirty, nasty bastards before the end of the year. That's, that's a great... You watched that movie, right? You said that was a great movie? Yes. Okay. Yeah, the the Krampus movie, not the piece-of-shit Christmas thing on Netflix, but... That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, no, that, that movie was a pile of shit. <laughs> um, but, I mean, you could, you could literally have... You could have a little camera on my urethra for, like, an hour and 45 minutes, and it would be more interesting than that fucking Christmas horror story thing on Netflix. Right. It's a pile of shit. But the Krampus movie that came out a year or two ago is... Pretty fun to watch. Anyways, okay. Um, what an what an ending note, <laughs> right? So, anyways, yeah. Happy holidays, fuckers. Yeah. Well, we'll see you after Christmas with the best of 2016. That's right. We'll Get have our fucking ready. Yeah, we'll have our top 16 albums of 2016. Which, if you've listened to us over the last hundred episodes, there's a good chance Anthrax and Metallica will be on there somewhere. Uh, somewhere. As much as we've talked about those two things, maybe we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, we've got all kinds of great stuff from 2016. It was a great year of music, just like 2015 was, I think. Of course, of course. And then we've got an episode coming up after that with the Normandies. It's a great punk band out of Tulsa. And I don't just say they're great because they're from here. They're literally great. If you like Dropkick Murphys or Street Dogs, you absolutely love these guys' new album. Yeah, I mean, I've I've still got their song in my head, their songs, and I haven't listened to the album in a couple days, and they're still in my head. Yeah, and it was the, they actually have the first ever, uh, live performance on our podcast, and they recorded a, an acoustic, uh, performance at the end of the interview. Yeah, it's going to be super fun. Yeah. And we've got stuff coming up with some other guys that will give you that news once it's official. It's solidified. Yeah. All right. Thanks again to Tony Asta and Greg Burgess of Battlecross and the Legion. And until next time. Yeah, let's let's get our ears blown off. Yeah, Yeah. let's do it. We'll see (laughs) you. More beer. Thunder Underground, y'all.